Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. I am here today with Dr. Gordon Spronk and Dr. John DeYoung with Pipestone, and we're going to talk today about animal nutrition and health. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting us to be here. Lovely. Give me the lay of the land right now. We know biosecurity issues are a massive challenge for pig producers at this time. What diseases are most prevalent and where are they impacting pigs on a global scale? Well, thanks for the question. You know, in in pig production, the healthiest pigs uh, grow the fastest and make the most money for the, their owner, the, our farmer producers. And biosecurity, sometimes we make it too complicated. Uh, when at its simplest, we want farms that produce pigs that don't have virus and that don't have bacteria. So specifically, there are a number of viruses in our North American herd that we've successfully either eliminated or kept out. They're summarized with African swine fever, which is the hot topic right now, uh, foot and mouth disease, hog cholera, and pseudorabies. Those four viruses are all classified as foreign animal diseases. We do not have those four viruses in the North American herd, and we hope to keep them out of our North American herd for the benefit of not only our pig farmers, but all of agriculture. We were talking about African swine fever and biosecurity on the farm. How does feed and biosecurity play on the farm? Pipestone's been active in biosecurity interventions uh, ever since, uh, you know, I, I was a graduate in 1981, where we, at that time, we washed our boots before we went to a farm. Well, from that day to this day, uh, there's a lot of things we, we do at a farm to prevent disease or pathogen entrance. So today we filter farms. We spend millions of dollars on HEPA filters to prevent virus introduction to a farm. All employees, are shower, they shower in. Uh, we, tr- we wash all our trucks. We dry all our trucks. We make sure that all the supplies that are delivered to the farm are delivered from a biosecure warehouse and are, are quarantined on the farm. So the point is we have many steps already that we've taken with biosecurity. Now we're just simply adding feed to this biosecurity portfolio because before PED in 2013, it was never even considered as a potential risk to the farm. So we're very excited that we continue to add preventative measures, add interventions that, that are being a part of biosecurity to a farm to make our farmers more money and our pigs healthier. You are co-founder of the Pipestone System of pig production. What is that? And um, as well, what is the role of Pipestone in the swine industry? Sure. Well, at Pipestone, uh, we're active in four areas. We're active in animal health. We're active in nutrition. That's why John is here today. We're active in management and we're active in marketing. And the management part is, is 30 years ago, we started managing sow farms for farmers. Uh, they wanted weaned, a source of weaned pigs. We were uh, had the uh, ability to help them meet that need by not only building and designing and running farms, but also going through the whole process of stocking the farm and making sure that even at the disease level, we stock the farm with the viruses we just talked about. So we've been active in that space for 30 years and meeting the direct need of our farmer owners. So the biosecurity issues are not new to Pipestone. There's nothing new here. We learned long ago uh, that uh, keeping viruses out made our farmers more money. And so biosecurity is all about keeping uh, viruses and bacteria out. And keeping the farmers happy and, and the pigs healthy. Well, it's uh, our mission statement is 
helping farmers today create the farms of tomorrow. Well, the farm of tomorrow may not have those viruses or those bacteria so that their pigs are healthier. Exactly. That is wonderful. Now, recently you have collaborated with Alltech on a new set of research and products and development initiatives. Why was that important to you and what new opportunities does Alltech bring to the table for Pipestone? Yeah, I'm going to turn it over to uh, John here in just a second. So if you look at the whole portfolio of protecting a farm with biosecurity, until 2013, feed was not part of that formula, not part of that thought process. Well, PED taught us that you know, maybe that virus is moving around in other ways that we normally would have put interventions in place. In other words, it could have been coming through feed or feed ingredients. That PED experience then also allowed us to make observations in China because we're active in China, so we know how that virus is moving around in the field. That led us to say that, listen, maybe we should put interventions in place in feed, and that's where I'll turn it over to John as a nutritionist to help explain that intervention in feed to prevent the movement of virus in feed and feed ingredients. Yeah, thank you, Gordon. So just like Gordon mentioned, you know, for 20 or 40 or 50 years, we've fine-tuned and worked on the biosecurity measures that are our farms. And and really the final piece that we think was missing was the feed. And so PED taught us a lot in 2014. We realized that virus can transmit itself via the feed. And, and at the time we weren't doing a single thing about it. And so at that point, you know, Pipestone with our research team and Dr. Scott D took it upon ourselves to one, understand is feed uh, a vector for virus? And, and Scott proved very quickly that, yes, we can infect pigs with virus through the feed. And then the second part was, okay, we know virus can infect pigs when you feed it to them. Now, how do we stop it? And so that's taken on a whole nother world for the Pipestone system and a lot of other researchers in the U.S. today is how do we stop viruses from either one getting into the feed or once they get into the feed, how do we mitigate them and stop them from infecting pigs? And so that's where we started working with a number of products. Uh, One we developed ourselves called APC. uh, And that product we spent the last three or four years researching, trying to develop it, uh, understand the inclusion rates and, and make sure that the product was efficacious against the viruses that we we knew of at the time, right? PDV. And then for the first time ever, we were able to show that PERS, uh, you know, typically known as an aerosolized virus, uh, we filter our farms, filter the air that goes in them specifically because of that one virus. Uh, but Dr. D was able to prove and show for the first time ever that it can have transmission in the feed as well. And so we know that the product APC now is capable of mitigating both PDV and PERS in the feed. Now, the product, again, that you mentioned, what exactly is it? APC. APC. What exactly is that product? Yeah, so APC is a a blend of different products, mainly organic acids with some essential oils blended with it, Uh, a product that's shown uh, over a number of research trials, both in the lab as well in a a bioassay setting where we actually feed the virus to the pigs. Uh, We've shown over a, a number of studies that it's a product capable of mitigating the effect of viruses and feed. That's amazing. What other new technologies are you working on with Alltech and on your own at Pipestone that can help ensure that the quality of feed and the feed ingredients are at the quality they need to be for the swine operations and to help mitigate virus issues? Yeah, absolutely. So one, we want to work with Alltech to to make sure that the product uh, they've acquired from us, APC, is is up to snuff, that it continues to be 
the most uh, researched product in the market. And then on top of that, um, not only can we mitigate feed, but there's a number of other steps that we can take. And so I think Pipestone's really tried to lead the way in the industry in terms of how are we bringing in specifically ingredients from countries that have virus in them. So we know for a fact today that a lot of our feeding ingredients amino acids, vitamins, and trace minerals, they come from countries that are infected with ASF. Uh, and so that, for us, a huge concern. I would say no smoking gun in 2014 that PDV was brought in on feed ingredients, but our group would say there was some substantial evidence that would point us in that direction. And so really, Dr. D and our team has just poured into the research over the last six months, really, since uh, the outbreak was mentioned in, or happened in China and really needed to, to validate three things. One, can ASF survive in feed ingredients during the importation process? Does it survive the trip over the ocean? So that was step one. And we were able to show, along with a number of other viruses, that a lot of those viruses you know, will survive the journey in a feed ingredient, like amino acids or soybean meal. So step one, yep, check. The virus survives the trip across this across the Pacific uh, to Des Moines. That was part of Scott's transboundary uh, research that he conducted last year. The second step, uh, which Kansas State was able to find out here very recently in the last 60 days, is when the virus is in feed and you feed it to pigs, do they become infected? And what is the minimum infectious dose? And so Kansas State was able to now show that, yep, if you put the virus in the feed or the virus is present in the feed, you feed it to pigs, they can become infected with African swine fever. And so really, we've been able to complete that loop of, yes, there's virus present in China, where we know we import a lot of ingredients. Yes, it survives the trip across the Pacific. And yes, if it would get to a pig, they can become infected. And so really just going through and validating those three things were very important to us. And then the last thing we've been able to do is working with Schick and the AFIA is to understand, okay, if we bring an ingredient into the U.S., how long do we need to keep it in quarantine before it may be safe to feed to pigs? And still working through those exact numbers. I know there's some, uh, some time periods that are out there. I think more time is better. When you're dealing with viruses and bacteria, time is on your side. And so quarantining those ingredients for longer periods of time is, we know, going to be a good thing. So there is hope that you can kill the virus by putting it in quarantine for a certain period. Yeah, and Gordon and I were just talking about this this morning. There's there's three things we've really done. Is one, you have to make sourcing uh, decisions. Where are you going to source your ingredients from? And at the end of the day, price is king to a lot of folks, and so we still end up bringing some ingredients. And you can only get certain ingredients from uh, countries infected with ASF. So one, you can make sourcing changes or decisions. The second thing is okay, let's quarantine those ingredients when we get them to the U.S. And then the third thing is mitigation. What can we add to the feed at, as a last step of defense to protect those pigs from getting infected? It's obvious that the swine industry will never go back to being small-scale, locally-sourced feed options. So we're going to continue to face global issues when it comes to viruses and feed sources and, and within the swine industry. So what are the implications of new technologies to promote feed safety productions, safe pig production? Is there anything that you're working on beyond this right now that you hope to see come to fruition in the near future? Yeah, I think a couple of things that Pipestone specifically has been working on is, is one is how do we responsibly import ingredients? We understand it's a global market. We're going to have to bring things across borders. 
both pigs and feed ingredients. And so how do we do that in a responsible manner? And so we're really trying to set the protocol today and implement it. And what does responsible importation look like? So that's one. Uh, the second thing in the responsible import process is how can we verify that the things we're requesting these vendors and suppliers do, how can we verify that they're actually getting done? And so the potential to certify certain suppliers, distributors, blenders to make sure that they're, you know, we're, responsibly or what we call responsible, uh, doing things the right way when those products are coming into the U.S. So it is wonderful to have companies like Pipestone be proactive in this effort and and continue the work and research. Do you see this uh, being long-term, biosecurity being a major issue for Pipestone in the future and as changes continue in the industry? I think it's an opportunity for both Pipestone and Alltech, and we're very pleased to be partnering with Alltech on a product like this that the feed industry is embracing. What prior to PED, they no one, including uh, veterinarians, owners, and the feed industry did not think feed was a, was a risk. And now it's being recognized as uh, not only a risk, but now we need to put interventions in place to either mitigate that risk or just uh, take it out completely. So I'm very pleased in, uh, that the future is bright as we do more and more research. I think we're just scratching the surface of what we, what can be done in this area to not only impact the feed safety to have healthier pigs, but also to uh, impact the nutritional content so that these pigs grow faster and make more money for our farmer owners. This research and development is not just limited to the swine industry. This carries over to other industries. Could impact every species, right? Absolutely. And just like Gordon said, I, I think we're truly at the tip of this iceberg when, in regards to feed biosecurity. We look at all the assets we have across the United States and other countries, these feed mills that we're building and, and have been built. The last thing on anybody's mind when we were putting these assets together was biosecurity. And so I think all the way back to how we build feed mills moving forward, uh, biosecurity is going to be at least on the list where, you know, even five years ago, it, it wasn't on anyone's radar. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for taking the time today to talk to me about Pipestone, the partnership with Alltech and nutrition and health and biosecurity in the swine industry. Again, this was Dr. Gordon Spronk and Dr. John DeYoung with Pipestone. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.